And we're back. We're not ready. I can't get my program to open on my phone. I don't care. I mean, First of all, computer. it's a computer. It's a laptop. Sorry, it's not maybe a that's why I'm not having trouble. Phone. Words are hard. Shut up. No, I don't have to because <laughs> I run all the equipment. Yeah, and I can do. talk as much as I want this to. This is true. So, I think everybody thought we were dead. We're not dead. We just, there are days where perhaps we wish we were. <laughs> there are definitely days where others wish we were. Yeah, for sure. That would be most Although anybody. I haven't gotten a death threat yet this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, the year's still young. We're I just know. at the start of second quarter. I'm so just only in April. This is, this is, so. How are you? I am good, Steve. How are you? I'm fine. It's weird when you use my name. Well, we haven't said who we are yet, so I figured at some point now we should introduce Oh, read the fucking introductions <laughs> online. No one cares who we are. Truly. Sorry, I dropped the F-bomb already, and we yes. are not even a minute in. So that's going, somebody's going to clutch their pearls. Right. Remember, if this upset you... Turn it off. Don't hate listen to Don't us. Don't hate listen to us. So there's a lot going on in the studio today. And what I mean by a lot is is, is that there's just a lot of shit piled up in the studio. The studio is now messier than my office, which is an accomplishment. And I got to tell you, what I'd like to be able to say is there's a lot going on in the studio is just because, I don't know, not clowns. Clowns scare me. Oh, I don't care for clowns. No, I don't either. But, you know, things like lots of different podcasts recording on the on the WMG network. We're getting there. So, indeed we are. We are. Hey, also, and we don't they're not a paid they're not a paid advertiser yet because well, it's our parent company pimping another aspect of its <laughs> service. So, when they had suggested that I mention weekendwords.com, it really was not a suggestion as much as it was an instruction. As an imperative? Yes. So, yes. Um, at any rate, evidently weekendwords.com is finally in pre release beta testing. I haven't seen it yet, but. It, I'm ready to get out of beta testing. It should be released hopefully in the next two weeks. So, well, I mean, me out of beta testing. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I understand. I'm looking for the best version. What you mean? I would like to actually go live at some point in my <laughs> I'd life. I prefer not to be the test version anymore. <laughs> So I think, um, I, can we be done with all of the bugs that I'm trying to work out in my own life? So can we, we should probably explain where we were. Where were we? Okay, we were lazy. <laughs> no. Oh, this is we season had... two. Welcome to season two. There we're just going to fool everybody. Season two. We had to take a brief hiatus because there was lots of things happening here at Weekend Media Group. Actually, there were a lot of things happening in our lives, and we thought, okay, we probably had a pretty good point to take a little time off. We've right. wetted, yep. wetted everyone's appetite. Wetted. And now everybody's forgotten who we are, and right. we need to get our six followers to rejoin right. us again. Mom, yes. we're on again. Exactly, exactly. But no, a lot has been going on in our lives. Um and we're not going to go through it because no one cares. No, but, I mean, we remodeled here at We Can Meet. We, never mind. Just tap me out. Yes, at, at WMG. So, yes, there was there was a lot going on. We're very excited about it. Very and excited. apparently um, the remodel required all of the things not in use to be placed in the studio. <laughs> Just saying. It's a hard hat area now. We're actually pressed up against the wall. Right. Although the table that we're at is nicer than what we had it's before. It's fantastic. And it's teed up to start doing some video but not until i lose six or 80 pounds right i'm only six or seven pounds the stomach flew away from my <laughs> ideal weight 
Um, also, we need to do something about the sound dampening here. It's, is it me or is it changing colors on its own? It is um, oxidizing, apparently. <laughs> it, it, it's beginning to take on a kind of 1970s harvest gold hue. Right. And I don't understand. Is there... Is someone smoking in here while we're not here? <laughs> I wish I were. Is this the smoking lounge oh, that we can be agreed I wish. Don't I? Oh, God, I wish I still smoked. I wish yeah. it were healthy. You know, in the 50s, 40s and 50s, it was expected that you would smoke and, and right. you'd live forever. But then right. somebody had to point out that it was unhealthy. Right. And all of a sudden, everybody died from it. Have so. you ever seen, like, the Dick Van Dyke show with the cigarette commercials in it? Like, I yes. Lucy? Yeah. Oh, my God, it's crazy. They're kind of weird. They're everywhere. Yeah. Right. No, I've seen it. Because I don't remember smoking commercials from... No, that went out the window. Wasn't that in the 60s? The Surgeon General's warning was required. You couldn't advertise on TV anymore. They stopped including them, you know, free cigarettes and Cracker Jacks or whatever. (laughs) Probably not allowed to say that. I will say if they want to sue us, we don't have any money, and I'm sorry. We'll take it out. I'll I'll edit that out. We may not be judgment-proof. Right. We are collectively. We definitely are. But let's see what uh, the term post-production means. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. So we're talking about something today, and somebody does not have their phone muted. That would probably be me. No, it was me. I apologize, everybody. I knew it was you. It was my mom. So, hi, mama. Hi, mama. So, um, little mama. We're talking about this week fast fashion. Yes. And Steve says he doesn't know anything about fast fashion. I don't. So she, as usual, will have to carry the whole show. Well, that's not true. I will be here for comedic value. And when I say that, Stephanie and I are the only ones that find each other funny. So (laughs) you have been warned. (laughs) For real. So I didn't know anything about fast fashion until probably... Five minutes before the show started? No, that's not true. (laughs) It's something that I've actually been... It was quite shocking when I found out this... First statistic I'm going to tell you. And ever since then, I've been looking into it. Do you know the average person throws away 81 pounds of clothing a year? Clothing textile. Hey, I'm at my goal weight then. (laughs) Outstanding. (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, we're done. Yeah. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Um, No, that's the size of like the average 11-year-old. 81 pounds of textiles a year. We're not advocating throwing away your 81-pound 11-year-olds either. No. Um, so we, we, when you say throw, do you mean like throwing in the landfill or donating? Throwing in the landfill. I, You know, the only thing that I throw away is, I mean, you know, obviously worn undergarments. Sure. I'm not, nobody wants those. No. But, you know, and if a shirt is just completely worn out. Exactly. But otherwise, you know, if it's still in good shape, I wash it and I take it to a donation center. Here exactly. we have a, we have a Savers, um, a phenomenal group of people. And uh, I like donating, I like donating to them. The Salvation Army is also another great option. Yeah. I mean, there are so many great places to donate clothing to clothing textiles, meaning handbags and uh, leather goods, purses, shoes, things like that. The Northeast Recycling Council has a statistic that says that the manufacturing of clothing, shoes, belts, and accessories is the second largest polluting industry behind oil and gas. <laughs> wow, that's okay. That's not what I would have expected. Not at all what I would have expected. Uh-uh. 
I would so, have expected car manufacturing, industrial, like glass plants. But here's like so here's an interesting thing. Right now, I'm quick to donate my clothing and and shoes and ties and belts and whatnot. What's interesting though is 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 that it never occurred to me to maybe do a little shopping in one of those places that I donate to. Exactly. And about two weeks ago, I get a charge to one of these uh, one of these stores, mm-hmm. uh, thrift stores, on my credit card, and I'm like, "What were you doing there that cost eighty some dollars?" Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I was buying jeans and shirts and etc. And I'm like, "What a great mindset!" Right. You, you know, spent eighty dollars to get two or three hundred dollars worth of clothes. Oh, I'm sure it was more than that. Of course, because I have to be wrong. <laughs> It's like we're married. Way to take things personally. We're not. <laughs> I only take them how they're intended. <laughs> He's so full of it. It's interesting that you brought up jeans because the average water used in the production of one t-shirt and one pair of jeans is 5,230 gallons. Wow. That is, okay, that is. That I had is. no idea about a and, lot of this stuff. and my wow is genuine because I did no research coming into today. <laughs> I want to be clear about that. Um, but say that how many gallons? Five thousand two hundred and thirty-eight. I think was the exact number. Holy cow! Yeah, they, it was two. It was twenty thousand liters. Oh my and I gosh. went and looked it up on the internet because I'm a dumb American and I don't know how things work. <laughs> well, I, I can't. You know, I take. I'm a little offended there. I think you know, I was fine with inches. Why do we have to do this other thing that's so confusing <laughs> to me? Don't tell me what the temperature is in centigrade. It always just seems so cold. Yeah, they're like it's forty degrees centigrade and people are melting. <laughs> understand. Well, those people need to toughen up. It's 63 here. Right. <laughs> so the amount of pollution, groundwater pollution, wastewater pollution that happens because, because of textile manufacturing is just mind-blowing. Um, it not only affects, just like what we said, water consumption, but the chemicals and toxins that are sent out into the what they call gray water from manufacturing clothing um, affects livelihoods of fishermen because chemicals are wiping out species of fish. Communities can no longer re- rely on river water, which is much more difficult to say than you think it is. They can't rely on it. <laughs> oh, too soon. <laughs> I'm cutting that out, everybody. Settle down. <laughs> Shut down. <up>. It's terrible. <laughs> No, it's not, and don't dare cut it out. I am definitely cutting it out. <laughs> but communities can no longer rely on river water for drinking, cooking, and washing their clothes, their own clothing, and the consumption of contaminated water has increased the risk of diseases such as cancer and cholera. And I thought, I thought we were done with cholera. I'm sorry you mentioned that, and I'm thinking, what, Doctor Quinn? I know, love in the time of cholera, which when the pandemic first started, I called it love in the time of Rona. But nobody thought I was funny but me. Yeah, that's true. I always think you're funny. Steve was off the payroll that day. <laughs> so was not my time to be up and laugh. You ask yourself, what exactly does who what exactly is fast fast fashion? And by definition it's clothing trends, styles, etc. that are duplicated off of runway fashions and then cheaply made, cheaply manufactured, 
and burst out into the consumer market. And I have to I have to ask it in for clarity, when you say cheaply, do you mean cheap or do you mean inexpensive? Both. Okay. There so. are a number of clothing brands that you can get. And most people below probably the age of 30 know all of these clothing brands. that You can get something for $19.99 that would normally cost two or $300 anywhere at once. And then it's done because it's just not well made. Okay. It's not well made and it's not ethically made either because they're not paying the people who produce the clothing a livable wage okay. okay by our standards you know and then you get into thinking about what it was like when we first found out that a company that remind that rhymes was spiky was <laughs> paying children to make tennis shoes i'm not sure that that's completely accurate the manufacturers <laughs> certainly were but i believe nike's just a marketing company Oh, really? Yeah, and I, I think I'm probably going to cut that out because right. I also don't want to get sued. Right, because they have big-time lawyers. <laughs> right, and they could just crush us for the fun of crushing us. Um, so also, real quick, since I've digressed and I've got to cut things out, I, I, I want to just say, when we're recording, I'm also producing. So I'm I'm watching the, the monitor as we speak here. And one of the things that I enjoy is the cadence that Stephanie has that requires a half to full second in between words. <laughs> That's because, dear listeners, if you haven't already figured it out, I'm not very smart. <laughs> I'm not a smart woman, as Forrest Gump would say. Oh, Actually, it, uh, sometimes my brain gets ahead of my mouth, and then I can't quite get everything spit out well, in a timely see, fashion. That happens to me all the time, but unlike you, I go all in, because I like to be <laughs> as surprised as everyone else as to what comes flying out of my mouth. Well, I'm trying to be very measured when we record these, because... I don't want there to be an expletive-laden, you know, screen that goes on for three minutes. That would just be beep, 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 beep. That's funny that she thinks I beep any of those out. (laughs) So, but at any rate, so what you're talking about, what about when you talk about fast fashion? Is there inexpensively made but quality? And is there any benefit environmentally or socially to that? Um, the things that you're going to find that are ethically made, ethically made fashion, are going to cost more than the average uh, sort of things you can get online delivered to you the next day. Okay. So what might be what might be produced in emerging nations, right? That's really what you're referring to. Right. Okay. So though, are there, and, and that's the ethical side, what about the environmental side? Is there... Uh, is there clothing, fast fast fashion, that is environmentally friendly? No. So nobody's making things out of hemp or... No. And frankly, I think we should be making everything out of hemp. Well, I mean, when you when you talk about... Well, and bamboo, too, for that yes, matter, right? Sure. I mean, there's bamboo sheets. For sure. The splinters are a killer, but... Right. No, no there's bamboo sheets. And there's always know. koala bears going to break in your house. <laughs> so... So why aren't people making more things out of hemp? Why aren't they making more things out of bamboo? Because it's expensive. Okay. And it there's... A, I like how she says it with a degree of indignation. <laughs> well, no. When I, mean, I warned everybody, I have no idea what we're talking about today. Because, I mean, corporations are in it for the money and... Well, and let's be fair, though, right? Well, because, I'm in it for the clothes. Right. Well, but they're, you know, if, if they're not making money... They're not going to be around. If they're not making money, they're not going to have employees, et cetera. Right. And I'm not saying that that we need to have six-year-olds tying together 
soccer balls. Right. With um, their teeth. With their teeth, which is a line borrowed from Aaron Sorkin, whom we've, I think, many, many times bowed down to. Yes. Um, not in a biblical way that gets us in trouble with God, mm-hmm. but in some other way. Um, but the the reality, though, is is that there's a happy medium somewhere, right? Yes. And there has been a, as people have become more aware of the environmental um Impacts. Thank you. Words are hard. <laughs> the ethical considerations involved in fast fashions. There are a number of brands that are catering to ethically sourced um, textiles and manufacturing of things, which I have some to talk about. Okay. As but we move through before we do, that has to be a conscientious choice, though. Oh yes, it is absolutely. Because otherwise, those brands that are leaning toward ethically sourced, environmentally friendly. If they're not making any money, they're going to have to revert back to what they were doing. Exactly. Or they're and that's not going why the to clothes, be here. The clothing is more expensive. But I've thought about this, you know, since I found this out. And I thought 81 pounds of clothes is just ridiculous. But I think about when I was a kid, I had like two pairs of shoes. I had school shoes, I guess three, school shoes, tennis shoes, and church shoes. And when my kids were small, they had like 15 pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. We just consume a lot more clothing and textiles in general now than we did when sure. you and I were younger. Sure. Um, you're Jesus right. Jesus wore short pants. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't know when I developed a terrible shoe habit that I passed on to my children. Um, but I will say when they were younger and we were buying shoes every three or four months, there weren't five different options, six different options for shoes, but there were still three or four different shoes. Mm-hmm. And then once it became apparent that they weren't going to outgrow them in an hour and a half, mm-hmm. then the the variety sure. uh, expanded. Sure. So because, well, you know, there's skate shoes and there's gym shoes and there's tennis shoes and then there's track shoes and then there's t- right. whatever and other especially activity. Especially if you start getting into the... Specialized sports. Right. We had lacrosse shoes. And then with one son in Catholic school where you wear a uniform, the only way to express yourself was your shoes. Mm -hmm. So then there's three or four different kinds of shoes just for school. So I know know that sounds bad and I I don't mean it to, but you, you know, you still want your child to to have some individuality and feel the ability to express themselves. And I assure you, he still has all of those shoes. Right. Because some of them are still at my house. <laughs> Son, come get them. When you move kids, move all the way out. <laughs> Take it all. No, he was home uh, a few weeks ago. We had a, a family thing, and he was uh, and he came home. And I love having my son home. He leaves a hamper full of dirty clothes, and I'm like, first of all, you left with clothes. He rotated clothes out of his closet. And then left a bunch of dirty clothes in the hamper. And I guess, well, gosh, three months from now, when you get here, maybe you'll do laundry. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not washing those clothes. No, those are not my clothes. Right. You're really good about making them do their own laundry. Oh, dear God. Well, you know, they were good about doing their laundry. I just introduced them to the washer and dryer. And they um, fastly learned that, oh, no, I can get it all done in one load if somebody will just give me the jaws of life to get everything out of the washer. Yes, one of my children is exceptionally good at managing their clothing and cleaning it. And the other one is Joseph. <laughs> is my son. <laughs> but this is 
possibly it's a, a subject for another podcast. This is a boy thing. That's what that is. Yeah. So. Well, he made me pancakes for breakfast this morning. So yeah, exactly. Pair, exactly. He made you pancakes, and your other one would watch you choke to death on pancakes and exactly. bitch because she was running right. late. Could you do that more quietly? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you make so much noise? When you're choking to death. <laughs> All right, back though, you said that there were some alternatives. Yes. I do want to touch on a couple of other things though before we kind of move on sure. to that. Eighty-five percent of our clothing ends up in landfills or burned. God, that surprises me when you look at the number of people. I, I've always said I consider myself to be an average consumer. Mm-hmm. I, I would no sooner throw clothing away than I would throw cash away. I mean, why not bag it up? There's tons of these um, drop-off sites at grocery stores, at at shopping centers. You can go to places like uh, the Salvation Army or Savers if you have those in your area. Well, part of the problem is the fashion industry itself because they overproduce products by about 30 to 40% each season, which contributes to roughly 10% of all of the global carbon emissions and is the world's second worst offender in terms of water and plastic pollution. Ding. Right. So even if we as consumers are more mindful of how we handle our textiles, the industry itself has to be retrained or rethink about how it interacts with the environment for it to be for it to make a major impact. Right. Sure. Sure. And that statistic came from the California Public. Raisins? Yes, the California raisins I came miss in. them. I'm an 80s kid. <laughs> they sang to me. That's excellent. I heard it from, uh, I heard it in the grapevine. What's that song called? I heard it through the grapevine. Sorry. Right. right. And um, then they told me that the California Public Interest Research Group had something I could use for fast fashion. But yes, there are ethically sourced and ethically produced fashion um, clothes, textile manufacturers. And I have a list of some of them. Um, there's a brand called Proclaim, and they make undergarments from recycled plastic bottles. And not only do they make them from plastic bottles, they are trying to be inclusive because when they say they have a shade in nude, nude means pasty white girl, but they have several different shades of nude that cover sort of the pigmentation spectrum from pasty white girl to other <laughs> ethnic groups. Right. So I like that. I, I think that that focus on inclusivity is important and shows their commitment to sort of holistic um, production. Uh, yes. Okay. Thanks. I'm, I'm so glad the two of us can do this. There's a brand called Svala that makes vegan handbags, purses, and totes. 337 makes leisure wear. Harvest and Mill um, makes uh, different types of cotton products. And not only do they, like they make socks and things like that, it has no bleach in it. And they also plant different types of cotton to create biodiversity within the ecosystem because most people may not know this, but since we live in a part of the country, uh, the part of North America where there are farms, if you continually plant the same crop in a field over and over and over again, it tends to leach the nutrients out of the soil and you'll have um, less productive crops every time. So when you rotate your crops, if you've ever heard that saying before, that helps create biodiversity. Did, was you say it was cotton that does that? I'm sorry, well, I was reading something else. The 
um, the worst offender of leaching minerals and nutrients out of the soil is corn. But anything, if you plant it over and over oh, again, okay. will take okay. that out of there. So you'll get a better yield if you rotate your crops. So that's harvested mill. Miyakota does active and loungewear, and they're size inclusive. Um, they have sizes from extra small to four extra large. Parker Clay is a brand that has partnered with, and I'm not going to say this correctly because it's not an English word, and you see how hard I struggle with English words. It's Alita, Alita Women at Risk, and they work with Ethiopian women to get them out of prostitution, and they um, ma manufacture their handbags. There's Vera, which is vegan footwear, footwear. Futura Jewelry, which is Fairmind Gold. I just want to point out, we did do sobriety checks for everybody before they came into the studio today. I'm not sure what happened down there. It's, it's the allergies. <laughs> it's Fairmind Gold, and there's no toxic chemicals used in the production like mercury and cyanide. And then there's Raven and Lily, which is a local. <laughs> what are we making with mercury and cyanide? Poison, but right. what are we making? It's gold. It's how they... Um, do treat gold to make jewelry. Okay. So okay. I, I'm sorry. I, guess, I thought you, when you no, were talking clothing, now you've moved no, on I to mean, some accessories. Because, so yeah, yeah because we, it's all still right. a part of the same industry. Right. And then Raven and Lily is a uh, female artisans uh, create handmade jewelry bags and homewares. Some of the ethically sourced fashion that I have found on the internet looks a lot like ethically sourced burlap bags. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, I'm always looking for something new for my potatoes. <laughs> you kind of look like you are an extra in the Divergent movie and that one thing where they live on the plantation. So if you She's have, lost me too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> erudite. Was the air, no, it wasn't erudite. Was it? I don't remember. Watch the movie. You'll see what I'm talking about. She's now totally on her own. <laughs> If you have a hard time finding ethically sourced fashion that appeals to you, one of the best options for you to do is to go to a secondhand clothing store or a thrift, thrift store, thrift shop. And there is a caution <laughs> that they would like you to know about things that you should never buy at a thrift store. Um, car seats. Oh, gosh, yes. And pretty much anything baby. Anything safety-related, I would right. imagine. I mean, as far as babies. No right. strollers, Crib no strollers, ride. car seats. Um, Part of that being that we don't know, don't necessarily know when it was manufactured. We mm -hmm. don't know how well it was put together. Right. Whether and or not it had been involved in an accident, like a car seat, something right. like that. Right, so... Try maybe not do that. Um, and, and for some of those, there are other resources available yes. for people in the community who who maybe can't afford a three hundred dollar car seat, right? And which would be most of us, right? Because that's very very expensive, and certainly understand that. But try to avoid anything that might have a safety recall: cribs, strollers, um, car seats, anything like that. Um, don't buy slow cookers. I think there's an episode of uh, This Is Us that would explain why you shouldn't do that. Stuffed animals, laptops, um, fabric. And it was specifically talking about upholstered, like, couches and chairs. If you don't know how old it is, um, the fabric might not be fire retardant. And there have been big strides in the last 20 years about how they treat the fabrics, uh, carpet fibers, things like that that go into our homes. Pet furniture, 
bedding crystal, which I didn't think about this, but it could be leaded crystal. Okay. Appliances, dishes also might have lead in it, mattresses for bed bugs. And then they made sure to let you know not to buy medical supplies or medication at a thrift store. I'm sorry, that just that's just crazy talk there. And I thought that that might be self-explanatory, <laughs> like don't play in traffic. But apparently, we need a caution on that. Right. And that comes that came from Country Living, um, and seven tips on how to use um, how to maximize your time at a thrift store is to make a plan. Go in with your phone. Have a plan. Set your pre-loved garment. Sell your pre-loved garments first. So take what you need. Say to a consignment store, whatever, out with the old before you bring in the new. Uh, if you're looking for something for an occasion, only get the thing for that occasion. There is a, There are a lot of creators on TikTok who buy dresses at thrift stores and then upcycle them for events that they're going to. And it's just amazing what they're able to do. Shop with cash to avoid impulse buys. This should be written on my forehead on my arm, on my hand, in my wallet, on every possible place that I could see it because... I am the worst about impulse purchases. <laughs> By the way, the on a completely unrelated note, I bought a new Magic 8 ball today because my other one broke. Did you really? Oh, RIP. Now, I realized that was only like $6, but I do that in volume. So, so do I. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, you can save time by scanning the aisles. You don't need to go up and down every aisle if you're looking for jeans. Go straight to the jeans aisle. Um, tailor your thrift store finds, meaning you can get something that may not fit you perfectly and then take it to someone who does alterations and they might be able to even help you make it more personal for you and make friends with your thrift for thrift store staff because they will let you know when they're putting things out. If there's a specific item that you're looking for, they'll help you find it. So... Those are some things you can do if you're not finding a lot of, um, nothing's really blowing your skirt up metaphorically about the ethically sourced and uh, slow fashion companies that we have talked about. Okay. Very interesting, though. Um, I didn't realize, because when you told me fast fashion, my eyes kind of glazed over. And uh, I didn't realize that really what we were talking about is environmental and ethical issues, which, mm -hmm. of course, we have those in lots of different industries. Mm -hmm. So really cool, though. That's a lot of good information. And you're going to put some of those brands that people may consider shopping in the show notes? Absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. What else are we talking about? Um, we need to have a topic for next time. I don't know what that'll be. I think we should just surprise everybody. Tune in and find out because we don't even know what we're going to talk about. Yes, I would encourage anybody, if there's a topic you want us to cover, that you reach out to me at stephanie at anodpod.com. No, no. No? No, no. What is it? Stephanie at weekendmediagroup.com. Oh, see, it's been so long. There is no anodpod.com, but nice try. <laughs> Stephanie at WeekendMediaGroup.com and suggest something. Let us know what you want us to hear. What? You, oh, God. Perhaps they'd like to hear complete sentences. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we need to do this in the morning at some point in time. Yes, because I'm a peach in the morning. <laughs> or maybe after I've had fewer Benadryls. <laughs> oh, and one thing that people don't... God, she was really loud Sorry, there. Sorry, I got excited. Um, one thing that people don't talk about a lot is that 
clothing items that are worn and torn can actually be used as insulation in certain circumstances and filler in furniture. And I was just, I'm just fascinated by all of this because I never thought that we were wasting this much on clothing, textiles, etc. And the possibilities of things that you can reuse clothing for is, is just mind-boggling to me. So I hope everybody enjoyed this because I enjoyed talking about it. Right. And, um, you know, if you did enjoy it, give us uh, five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to podcasts. If you didn't enjoy it, well, send Stephanie an email and let her know what you would like to hear Yeah, us talk I'd about. love to hear from anybody. Um, keep it nice, though. Be polite. Remember, I match energy. <laughs> <laughs> And she writes in complete sentences that she do. may not always be I able to speak. I am a much better writer than I am a speaker, at <laughs> she, least today. She does just fine. And we'll update you on the launch of the Weekend Words website, where contributors, if I can remember everybody's name, Eric Wallace, Bryn Davis, Tommy Milgrave, and Alex Burrows. I'm a big fan of Tommy Milgrave. So Tommy writes our That's Bullshit column. Mm -hmm. That's different from the Bovine Waste podcast, but there does tend to be some crossover on there. And um, Tommy, as you would expect by his name, is really barely an adult. So (laughs) (laughs) not offend to anybody. No offense to anybody who goes by I love different perspectives. So... Um, uh, Bryn Davis actually adores Tommy's column because, oops, I'm clicking my pen. I just got the look and the finger, not that finger. I got pointed at, let's be no. clear. But that one's always in the chamber in case you mess it up. <laughs> um, no, Bryn, Bryn is a big fan of, uh, Tommy's column because sometimes she can see herself in there. So that's always fun to read her column as well. I've had the privilege of reading everybody's work. Um, kind of as they've been putting work into the can to launch the website, so I'm kind of excited. So we'll see what uh, we'll see what the the powers that be at WMG launch here in the next couple of weeks. Other than that, we are glad to be back. We're going to be back weekly. So happy to be back, and uh, we're delighted to be in the studio along with lots of corrugated cardboard. <laughs> My skin is desiccated <laughs> from all the cardboard in this room. I, I am a little alarmed. I'm not sure what we're doing here. I don't know if we're recycling it or we're trying to grow it. Maybe we can build a fort. <laughs> <laughs> now stop with your crazy talk and make me some tea. For all you Friends fans out there. I don't know. What sounds good to talk about next time? I don't know. I really want listener input. Well, we've got to have something. We've got to have an idea before then. Well, let's think. What has happened since the last time we recorded? Nothing. Nothing has happened. Nothing. There would be an entire you know, war. We could. Uh, human talk- rights violations. Right. I'd like to stick to something more upbeat and Well, let's talk about maybe how they're saving um, animals in Ukraine and getting them to Poland. Well, that could be. Right. That could be. That could be fun. Um, and what we could possibly do to help. In that effort, we definitely give a nod to those who spend a lot of time on tending to God's creatures. Exactly. Sure. Um, you know, at some point, I'd like to talk about national parks. I'd like to talk mm. about how we act when we're in national parks. Well, given by that tone, I'm going to say somebody's acting a fool. Yes. Well, you know, it's not a dumping ground. We don't yell at people. We don't need to crowd and push. Nature's not going anywhere. Don't taunt the buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) Or go ahead. Right. Let me know how that ends. I grew up on a farm in this unnamed 
farming area in and North I wanna, America. You know, <laughs> while you're on that subject, because I grew up in that same rural middle America community, there's no such thing as cow tipping. Thank you. You can't tip a cow over. You cannot. They lay down to go to sleep. Yes. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. And let me tell you something. If you piss off a cow, they will fight back. No self-respecting cow is going to let you get <laughs> close enough to it to let you tip him. They will let her. you shoot it in the head, but they won't. They won't. That's only when they're in a... Never mind. There's... I know, kids. You don't want to really know where hamburger comes nope, from. Nope, you sure don't. Trust Stick me. to the grocery store. Why is it when I was in Cub Scouts... Cub Scouts. They took you there? To the packing plant. We were supposed to tour the post office. This was quite a change. The post office had been caught fire at that point. So, Okay, there's a lot of surprising information coming from his end of the table right now. One, I never knew he was in Cub Scouts. Cub Scouts. Two, that is a huge difference between let's see how the mail gets processed to. And, and, and you know, for somebody who's an animal lover... But also a lover of all things beef. Right. It was horrifying. Yeah. There's a, I did meats judging in 4-H exactly one time. Oh, that sounds awful. never been right since. <laughs> That's not the only reason, though. <laughs> no, it's one of many. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I don't know. We could talk about, we could talk about anything we want to talk about. You know why? Because these people don't pay us. They're stuck no, with us. they don't. <laughs> and if you're hate listening, thanks for sticking around. <laughs> We appreciate you nonetheless. Whether you like us or not, we love you. So, again, five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to podcasts from. So, again, we are happy to be back. It's season two. Episode one is where you're at right now. And next week, you know what? We're going to call it Potpourri. Potpourri. We can come to the table with multiple different ideas. However, if somebody has reached out to Stephanie, again, it's Stephanie, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, at weekendmediagroup.com. Send her an email. Let her know what you want us to talk about. If you like what we're doing, let her know. If there's something you wish we were doing different, let us know. In any case, thank you so much for joining us. We love you. We appreciate you. We love you. So everybody, be careful and stay safe. We'll see you next week.